On today's episode, we have another edition of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and today we are talking about The World Showcase. This is episode 71 of the Diz Dudes Podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I am joined, as usual, by my trusty co-host, Mr. Jeremy Alexis Stein. So, Jeremy, how are you doing on this uh, fine day down in Florida? I I know you guys have some storms, or at least some approaching, perhaps. Yeah, no, doing good. Keeping an eye on the tropics, as they like to say. As it, it's hurricane season right now, right? <laughs> it is totally. Yeah, started yeah. what June first, um, but we typically it doesn't really kick up usually till like uh, September, October. Um, but there's something out there right now, and so I just like there's a there's a uh, honestly anybody who's in the well actually anybody who anywhere I guess in the U.S. But if you've never seen Mike's weather page on Facebook, um, it's awesome. Like this guy's really really good. It's like his hobby. He started this huge Facebook page. But he just breaks it down like real. It's not like he's a news weatherman that is looking more for ratings and reviews. You know, I mean, he just gives you the straight talk and um, all the different spaghetti models and everything for hurricanes. So I follow him, and yeah, he doesn't seem too con- like if he gets concerned, I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> and oh, if no. he's not, like the news will blow it up. You know, the news is like already probably you know go out and get all your supplies and hunker down and all and if he's like now nah, you're good i'm like okay i'm good I'm not, yeah. i trust mike so. it's kind of like here the weather guy uh here his name is ron hurst uh i've actually known him he was our neighbor when i was a kid my dad and him have been friends for like as long as i can remember yeah and so he still is the weatherman here so that's cool if it's bad i'll tune in and like he'll he's usually like there was one time a bunch of storms came through and he i think he was on the air for like 10 straight hours or yeah. something it was crazy but with him, I know him well enough now. Like when I hear his tone, I'm like, "Oh no!" Like if he's got a certain tone, I'm like, "Oh crap!" Like yep. it's gonna be bad. But if he's just kind of like, "Well, you know," like you start something one way, I'm like, "Oh well, it's gonna be fine." But, yeah, yeah, it's just funny because he literally, I think he was two doors down, and I remember, I think he, I, I think I remember, I used to shoot basketball underhand. I think he actually taught me to shoot it overhand, but my dad doesn't think that's actually true. But I think, I think I remember that, but. I'll, I'll allow it. I, I like that story, and I'm sticking with it. That's yeah, how it happened. The weather guy did it. <laughs> Weatherman <Yeah>. showed you. <laughs> showed me how to shoot. He like, was like uh, checking the wind. Like, oh, it, nope. You that's gotta. probably that's probably what did it. Yeah, yeah. He's probably like, yeah, you got to check the, you know, telling his stuff. And I'm like, I don't, whatever, whatever weather guy. But yeah, that's yeah. Fair. It's still funny that he's still yeah around and like it's just weird because I'll see him on the air and I'm like, oh yeah, Ron her. I remember him. That's pretty cool. Yeah, not too bad, but. um so, yeah, I, I was going to mention, I know we talked about the Facebook group, or Facebook group, it is a Facebook group, Club 32. Um, I forgot, well, I didn't really forget, but newborns are, uh, it's 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 like you're in the chaos. Like, if you were to walk in our house right now, it would just be insane. But it's actually not that bad. Like, he's, he's you know, newborns are kind of fussy, but he's, he's kind of, he's getting into a groove, I, I suppose. We had our newborn pictures today. And uh, those actually, it didn't go off too bad. It only took us like two hours to get out of the house. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's what I forget is the preparation just to leave. Like, you know, oh, you get to the man. point where you're like, hey, I got to run to the store. 
mm, you know what? Maybe I don't. <laughs> I just would rather stay here. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's like, you know, our daughter's three now. And yeah. so she's to the point where I'm like, okay, I'll grab her water and a snack. And you're good. Like, you can basically just take those things with you to the store. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to, like, a newborn, you're like, you've got to take everything with you. It's like, I just you just forget all the stuff you have to take. And then we had to switch. So the car we had, it had an oil leak, and it's getting fixed. So now we're on, on a different car. and it does, Yeah, it's a whole thing. But, yeah. But in terms of that, he's 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 doing good. I know people have asked. He's uh, he's acclimating. He's eating a lot. And um, he's he's for a newborn, he's sleeping okay. He's, he's a little bit bigger, so he can eat a little bit more. So he's getting a little bit yeah. like he'll sleep a little longer than I think most newborns. But but uh, yeah, like every day they're like more and more aware a little bit. Like they just kind of they just look around more. So yeah, yeah. The changes but, when they're yeah when they're newborns, the changes between like every twenty four hours or so astronomical. Oh, it's just yeah. crazy. It's just like yeah. yeah, you see so many differences within shorter periods of time. Um, yeah. So, but well, that's good that he's sleeping. Um, Eleven-year-olds tend to sleep pretty well. So, Kaylin slept for, for like sixteen hours or more. Well, didn't almost. she stay yeah. up for like a whole day or something? Uh, like she that? did last week. I think she's catching up. Yeah, she literally. Yeah. We left Disney last Wednesday at. Well, she woke up at eight a.m. at Disney, and she didn't go to she didn't go to sleep again until let's see, that was Wednesday. She didn't go to sleep Wednesday night. Thursday, she go to sleep Thursday night till like ten p.m. So she was up for a solid like thirty-six hours, and then. Uh, yeah, I almost so. checked her for breathing today because she just she slept so hard. So yeah, I you know my thing looking back, like Jamie and I are talking about this. I'm like I don't like I'm sure at some point we will, but man, knowing what I know about sleep, mm-hmm. I just don't even I like it. Yeah, I get I read this book called Why We Sleep, and if you read that book, you're literally just be like, I am never getting less than eight hours of sleep a night, yeah. or I'm gonna <laughs> die. I guess all this stuff goes into it. like all the like they've there. I mean, sleep's obviously important, but it says you don't realize what it is until you then. I'm like, I, I just look. I never got. I just got in trouble when I went to sleepovers. We'd go TP people and just do egging people. It was I got into nothing but trouble. Mm-hmm. So I can assume my children would probably do the same. So yeah, it's I'm, possible. I don't know. I don't know. I'm surprised I didn't wind up in jail. Uh, but uh all right well so like we said to start we've got another edition of our the good the bad and the ugly and so basically what we do with these is we're just gonna we just bring up a topic so we've done one on the land we've done on liberty square and we're just gonna talk about the things that are good the things that are not so good the things that are really bad and uh but we're talking about world showcase today i don't think we have too much on the bad side Mm. um you're gonna be mad at me there's certain countries that are not holding up their end of things, but I'm not going to name I any names, feeling. but they usually start with the fr and end with the ch. Yeah. And uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I, I think I know where you're going. Well, you know, um, you may be on my side now from your last experience. Yeah. After eating a Monster Paul, that is that is going to not be a wonderful review we've got coming up on Main Street <laughs> Magic. Um, I yeah. will say our waiter was one of the best we've ever had, though. He was wonderful. Um, so that helped. So as far as the people, people were good food, not so good. So I'll just leave it there and then you'll just tune into main street magic and uh, they'll come, probably come out in like a week or two. Um, we'll do our full Monsieur Paul review, but yeah, um, I'm skipping gotcha. through France next time. Let's just say that I'm running through well. My French, my France review will be coming up soon and <laughs> France will not be, I'm kidding. Yeah. They will not be happy with me. Uh, 
But uh, but now before we get to the episode, we just want to remind you some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We have uh, the Capture Magic Podcast with myself, my lovely wife, Jamie, and Jeremy is filling in on there as well. So now it's a three-headed monster in a way. Uh, and while she's on maternity leave, it's every Monday and Thursday. And I think this week we'll be back on the normal schedule. Um, although Disney seems to be releasing all their news on Thursdays now. Really So are. we've talked about maybe flipping uh, the new show to Fridays and Jeremy and Ron release theirs on Thursday. So... We'll see. It, it seems like Thursday's become the news dump day, and it's, yeah. every time we come up with the news episode, we're like, "What the heck?" Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> Immediately they come out with like every story possible. Ah, uh, yeah, every yeah. time. But uh, and then obviously we have Main Street Magic every Tuesday and Friday with Jeremy and Rhonda, and then we have Trip Tales and C Team at the Movies on the Capture Magic feed. And so we've got uh, there'll be new C Team at the Movies coming out. Uh, I think we got yeah, come out Wednesday. It's the last day of the month. It's gonna be George of the Jungle. So, be able to look out for that one. And if you have not uh, left us a review or subscribed to the podcast here, uh, we'd ask you to please do so. We appreciate the 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 um, review uh, feedback. I can't think. I have no sleep. Uh, it helps us <laughs> helps us out immensely. So, definitely appreciate it. Uh, okay. So, I guess we'll start out since we're talking about World Showcase. We'll give a little bit of a background into it, at least like. A little bit of the history, so we're not going to go like into each pavilion necessarily, um, but we'll just kind of talk about uh, the history of it a little bit here. Um, so I've got the World Showcase here. Okay, this is just from the the wiki page they have. Uh, world Showcase is a large area reminiscent of a permanent World's Fair containing eleven pavilions, each themed and dedicated to represent a specific country. And the pavilions surround the World Showcase Lagoon, a large man-made lake located in the center of World Showcase with a perimeter of 1.2 miles uh, in clockwise orders. I'm not going to read them off, but you guys know the pavilions. Oh, we'll talk about them. But <coughs> um, Of the 11 pavilions, only Morocco and Norway were not present at park opening as they were added in 1984 and 1988, respectively. Each pavilion contains themed architecture, landscapes, streetscapes, attractions, shops, and restaurants representing the respective country's culture and cuisine uh, in an effort to maintain the authenticity of the represented countries. The pavilions are primarily staffed by citizens of the respective countries as part of the cultural res- representative program through Q1 visa agreements. Some pavilions also th- contain themed rides, shows, and live entertainment representative of the representative country. The only pavilion that is directly sponsored by the government of its respective country is Morocco. And the remaining pavilions are primarily sponsored by private companies with affiliations to the represented countries. Uh, Originally, the showcase was to include partnerships with the governments of the different countries, according to Disney's 1975 annual report. uh, But it did not end up going that way. So so that's a little bit about just, you know, obviously kind of what it is. If if you're unfamiliar with what World Showcase is, I think that kind of gives you an idea of what it is. It's like a... You can travel the globe in a way in an afternoon. Yeah. Check out stuff. So uh, so let's start. Well, I guess let's. you want to start with the – which way you want to start? The good, the bad, or the ugly? Um, let's at least finish with the good so we finish That's on what a I was high thinking. note. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you want to start with the uh, – you just want to start with the bad? Yeah, we'll go bad, then ugly, and then good. So okay. bring it down and then go up. I like it. Well, no, no. Yeah. That's okay. the kind of so, people we are. There we go. Yeah, we're trying to make it all better. So I'll <laughs> let you go first on what your bad. Um, my bad is Kidcot because this is awful. It does not entertain children. It's the same pretty much in every country. 
Um, I really wish they would come up with something much better for these kid cot stations. I know that you can go in and, you know, they can they can get like a little passport and they can have their name written or get a stamp from each country and a representative of each one. Um, but it just there's just not a lot to it. I really wish it was more of a collective something. Um, and they're all tucked away like from bars where that's what most parents are doing. So I don't know. I just I wish it was something better. I wish it was something that kids would actually be excited about doing and enjoy as opposed to parents just having to say, um, go over, go over there, go over there and and draw something, go over there and talk to that lady for a minute. Like, I don't know. It's just, there's not anything special to it. Like I know we got agent P's world showcase that is available on the app. Now, why can't kid cop maybe be something that's app interactive? Um, you know, you've got lots of, of children that are having either, cell phones or iPods or they could use their parents one or something just I don't know it'd be neat if it was if it was better I think um yeah it'd be interesting to see if they do anything different obviously with Epcot going through its sort of overhaul coming up soon but yeah I I would agree and our daughter isn't old enough yet to really get into that stuff yeah but I could see it it does it's never seemed like it's it's been much no um and you know well, I would definitely say the World Showcase is not something that, if you ask most kids, they're not going to be like love the World Showcase. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's something that you like a lot as like an adult, and it seems that very much Epcot is at least the World Showcase Showcase part is is way more themed for adults, in, yeah, in just that stuff. But uh, in my my bad, and it really it's not it's not as really. It, it, <laughs> It's a it's a knock on the World Showcase, but it's only because of how great the festivals are, which is when there's no festivals going on. That's a great it's, point. It's just it's okay, yeah. but when you've been there during festivals and you're like, oh, the atmosphere and all the stuff, the booths, and you know, if you've been eat to the beat or candlelight processional, whatever it is, like there's so much cool stuff going on, and you're ever there. And granted, Disney is definitely filling up that time more and more where there's not any time without yeah. festivals. But if you're ever there. When there's not a festival, it's kind of like you showed up to the party like a day late. You're like, oh <laughs> man, like <laughs> it's just what is there to you do? know, yeah, like you've still like the pavilions are not they're good and the, and the, the pavilions on their own. You know, each country has its, its stuff to offer it, but yeah, if, if you've never if you've never been there when there's not a festival going on, like I, I wouldn't choose to go at that time. Yeah, it's just it's so much better during a festival. And I only put it as the bad because it's so much better with it. And then when you don't have it, you're like, oh wow, okay. Like you can see why they push all these festivals because clearly they're popular and people oh, love them. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we eventually end up seeing almost like just year-round festivals with no break, or maybe like one week in between as they switch stuff out. Because I, I think, think it's so. just such a it's such an easy money maker for them. You know, I, I think at this point they've got it down so packed in terms of like how they do it that it doesn't cost them a lot of money uh I, you know i think they've got it down pretty good but yeah, that, yeah. that's what i would say is the bad and it's almost because they're just so good it's just it almost in retrospect is is bad part right well and it that almost piggybacks a little bit on what i'm saying about kid cop because when the festivals are going on and they have all the scavenger hunts those are actually really good for kids and adults alike. Yeah. But, you know, kids, our kids love that. And so when there's not a festival, there really is nothing to do. So Kid Cot really isn't living up. And as you're saying, you know, when there's not a festival, things happen like you go to eat at Monsieur Paul and you have a horrible experience. So I don't know. I mean, the, the, the fact that there's no crowds is great. 
but I'm with you. There, there's nothing like the festival atmospheres. Even if you yeah. take, even if you take away the food and the drink and the boots and entertainment, there, there's just that atmosphere of having a festival there that is so different, um, and it it really misses without it. And I I wonder if if they continue to not have the festivals for you know the two three months during summer, when the whole front of the park gets a makeover, it might become okay. But right now, when there's not a festival, it's not like you can go spend. 12 hours in the front of the park there's not enough to do so it's going to need yeah. the makeover to make the front of the park good enough where you're okay that there's not a festival for now you're not okay you're like give me give me some boost give me some entertainment give me something um so yeah no i'm with you there well the the world showcase and the festivals have definitely that's the thing that has kept epcot afloat yes because every other part of epcot if you look at it like a ship there's just part of the ship that's been rotting and yeah. there's just like a bunch of, you know, it's like, what is going on over there? Yeah. But you have this awesome part toward the back of the ship. Like, well, we'll just go back here and have a good time. We won't think about that until you go to leave and you're like, oh, this could be better. Yeah. So I I will be interested, <coughs> excuse me, to see, you know, they get the whole park up to snuff. <coughs> you can make a really good argument. It just becomes, I, I don't know if anything will ever overtake Magic Kingdom, but easily like the second best park. Oh, at all of Disney because it'd be so. so unique in its offerings, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the, to the overhaul. And it, to be honest, Disney should have never let it get to this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, they agreed. I literally think the festivals and the World Showcase did so well. They just went well. Attendance is still high. We can divert money to other places until it became such an issue. And they're like, oh no, like this is becoming an eyesore. And yeah. So, but um, <clears throat> okay. I think we have good ones there. So what is your ugly about World Showcase? I'm sorry. It's the American Pavilion. And I say We got a restaurant. I st- not yet. That's why it's on my ugly it's now. Coming. It it needs, it's coming. It needs it needs this coming. It needs the <laughs> restaurant. It needs these updates because otherwise it is it's the worst. I think it's number eleven on the pavilion scale. And when the restaurant comes, if they do it properly, it's gonna help up it. Um, and if they can just, yeah, they just need to fix it. They're just, I don't know. To me, the American pavilion needs so much work. The idea is good. The execution is poor. Um, it's still living. It's, it's going so to me, it's just another, it's like a poor man's Liberty square, you know, Liberty square. If Liberty square was literally in the world showcase, then this would be good. And you pop in the barbecue restaurant. I think we talked about that before. That yep. that would be like a perfect thing if you could just take yeah no I I I agree that Liberty Square is if you could somehow meld the two some of the stuff like I think the Muppets thing would fit better oh yeah in in Epcot than it does in Magic Kingdom totally yeah because I think it would fit into the the entertainment aspect I mean I used to like when they had the they don't do it anymore but the the little parade thing they would do uh huh um, over there but they don't do that anymore but yeah the concerts help keep it alive but again it's it's in America because that's where the pavilion is, you know? So when you get the Garden Rocks and the Eat to the Beat and, you know, all these different concerts that come around, they help keep it alive. But you're only going to the American Pavilion then for those concerts. I just don't feel like at this point, and hopefully the restaurant changes this, you're not going to the American Pavilion for much of anything else. Um, Voices of Liberty are great, but I still, I still think they almost – they're underrated. So – I don't think people are specifically putting on their list, you know, on their list of things to go there for. Um, and I don't, it's the center of the world showcase. So I think that hurts it. 
because whether you start in Canada or you start in Mexico, once you get halfway through, you're almost sometimes I know people are almost kind of like done, so they kind of just gloss through America. It's also an American pavilion in America. And for whatever percentage of people that live in America that go to Disney, there isn't a huge reason to stop. Um, like if I wanted to see that same thing, I would just go to like Philadelphia or Boston or something like that, where it has the, I feel like the true American history, as opposed to this kind of fabricated one that's living in the past, as opposed to the other pavilions, I feel like I get a culture or I get a sense of what their actual culture is. I, I don't, I can't imagine you come from another country and you go to the American pavilion and you're like, oh, I feel like this is America because it's not. It's America from a long, long time ago. Like it. I don't it's know. the only it is the only pavilion that is based on a his, more historical yeah. time period. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you can make an argument that the the concert, you know, uh, venue being across the way is I, I consider the concert venue part of the pavilion for sure. So no, you can is. make an yeah. argument that it's almost like a representation of Epcot itself where the concerts keep that pavilion sort of lively yeah um and we i mean obviously we talked about it that it's almost a crime that they haven't had some sort of restaurant there that is just you know burgers and and hopefully that's what they're going to do is like barbecue and all this awesome stuff like you know during the festivals they have really good food there and it's almost like a place you're like oh i want to go eat that like that that, um pulled pork slider they've had for a couple years now is probably one of my favorite things out of all the festival booths um I mean, I I understand it. I do. I I'm see. I like the show, but I'm I really like history. Yeah. So for me, I don't get bored. I get most people don't like history. You should. It's good. But <laughs> I get that most people are like, oh, I don't. You know, history and all this stuff like that. But yeah, I kind of feel like if you if you in a you know if you could just take Liberty Square and this and meld it together, it would be awesome. But yep. um, yeah, I'm and, and what this actually goes on mine. I was gonna show. I was fair and say. My ugly is just the fact that we haven't had like I feel like since the World Showcase, like obviously Epcot and all this stuff in America, and the World Showcase is like it's the center point of it. I just feel like as much as I, I obviously love America, love the Pavilion, but I feel like it's almost a crime that it's not a bigger, more grander thing than it is. Like if you had to think of all the places like like a a brew house, right? And something else. Like, it should just be the big hub. Like, you got yeah, the concert agreed. there. Like, I feel like it just has such potential to be even better and yeah. bigger. And, you know, I know that they don't have a ride in there. I would love a ride. Oh, yeah. I know we've talked about, like, I would be on board for a National Treasure ride. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Nicolas Cage today. I don't even care. Like, it's fine. <laughs> he might even work it. I don't he even know. He probably would doing. have to. Yeah. yeah I don't even know what he's doing members. nowadays. <laughs> He might just be like Jungle Cruise. He's on every single thing going through. Like, is, is this all you do all day? And he's like, yeah, yeah, this is what I do now. Um, but that that's really my – my because I, I was looking at the ugly, and it's like there's really nothing about it to me that I'm like, man, that's that's really, really bad. No. Um, and I joke about France and uh, as a country. I my, my thoughts are known. But their pavilion is – I mean, they're getting ratatouille. Yeah. It's well Typically, done. Right, and typically their food is good, um, and I know you didn't have a good experience at in Monsieur Paul's, but I mean the booth, the food booth areas are good. They got good desserts. They've got a lot of cool stuff back there. Um, they've got meet and greets, so they have a lot of things. So you know, and they've even got those guys that do the chair stuff. Yeah, they're awesome. 
which is every time I see it, it almost I just I'm like, man, I wonder if they've ever fallen. I always I always wonder is there ever a time where they have fallen, and if, if they haven't, that's pretty impressive. That's but, very. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, that's the only thing I really think of is like, man, it'd be really cool to like. I know that the restaurant's going in, but accompanying it is like this really awesome, like almost like a tap house that they have at Hollywood Studios, but maybe just even bigger. Yeah, like something that just has beer, like all these awesome beers from all over the country. Because there's so many like all these new little breweries that pop up. You got California ales. You got all this stuff. Like just one brewery that has all these things. The best of of that, and it changes. Like it changes. It offers different beers from different breweries like that would be something i think would just be an absolute home run yeah it really will that gets if that gets implemented i we are taking credit because there's no chance that we get the restaurant and that (laughs) and then somebody else is taking credit but i think it's a great idea i think it it, i think easily you put those things in there uh it it would just to me you don't even have to change the inside the pavilion much right granted i would like the national treasure ride but you just put the restaurant in there and you do the brew thing and just I think it'd be really good. Yep. Well, and like we've said before, and this is being fixed to some point with the new restaurant. I, I mean, it's going to be heavily barbecue based. There's there's so many different styles throughout America. When you go from from West Coast to the Pacific Northwest to, you know, the East Coast to the South, you get, you know, I mean, again, even all these barbecues from different areas, you get Chicago pizza, you get New York pizza, you get, there's so many different, I feel like cuisines that have been all brought over from other countries. And that's where a lot of them started. But then America's kind of made a lot of them their own. And it just, I just think it misses out on the true celebration of what America is today. As we said, it's much more like a history lesson, um, which is fine. But then yeah, what what are you getting? Uh, and maybe that's the reason they did it. They thought, you know what? You're already in America. So just leave Disney and go see what a regular America looks like. Um, you actually probably won't be that impressed if you're in the outskirts of Orlando area, some of the places. But true. Um, yeah. So maybe that's why they did it. They're like, no, this is what America's like. If you go anywhere in America, this is what it's like. It's yeah. got buildings from 1776. I feel like it would be really funny, though, if like they, they did it. Like I've, I've said this before, where the pavilions kind of have like their own people, and the American one just kept running into France and taking stuff yeah. and running away, and the French people, they're like, Make hey, it. you can't, like, whatever French, and they just run off with it. And then it's like you get, these little, you get these little turf wars amongst like the pavilions. <laughs> it make it like enter- entertaining. You're like, oh, America and France are fighting again. And it's just, they're not really fighting, but they're like, you know, they're, I don't even know what you would, I don't know what you, Nerf guns. There you go. Nerf okay. guns. I don't know. That would work. I realize that's not feasible, but it'd be funny to me. I would laugh. I, I'll take it. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, we got, we basically agreed on that one. Yeah, I, we actually did. I actually, I actually had another one in mind, and then when you mentioned that, and, I, I, and I'm objective. I'm in nothing but consistent and objective. I was like, you know what? I've thought about that before at the Tab House. And I'm like, just because the potential that, and again, I don't really think anything is ugly in, in the world showcase. Like no, in terms of not. like the land where we're like, it's in a mall. Yeah. I mean, basically. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I would put, but this doesn't, this doesn't, I, well, you know what? I mean, it's in the world showcase, but it doesn't count as a pavilion. Um, the African outpost is, is there's zero reason for it. I you know, agree. I mean, just go ahead. Other than they have the cheapest beer. Yes, they do. Uh, give us a give us a new pavilion. I think we're going to hear D23 that we're going to get a new pavilion or maybe more than one. Maybe that area gets completely redone, but I would actually probably put that on the the bad. It's just like, I mean, you really you're walking through and you're like, "Oh, are we in Africa?" No, you're not. Yeah. Well, it's an African outpost. That's it though. It's just that one. This isn't Africa. 
we if you want that go over to animal kingdom and they do it very very well over there um but it's not even a pavilion there it's not part of the 11 pavilions so it's like you're just like oh well why is this here except yeah. for cheap beer and I, the cheap I beer is bud yeah. light it's not even african beer it's bud light oh i go to africa yeah. to get a bud light for six dollars and 25 cents or whatever it is doesn't make sense which at disney is the steal it is that is like they're giving it away seriously just sad all right well what is let's move on to the good so what what is your good i went very 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 specific uh ron and i had this last week i had had some before choza de margarita is serving some of the best quick service food in all of disney it is the best mexican food we've ever had in disney um it's going to be part of our main street magic review uh that'll uh, technically come out tomorrow um oh my god the food is unbelievable it is so so good we've eaten at you know that san angel inn right there we've eaten at maya grill which we enjoy we've eaten at uh frontera cachina chose day margarita blows all of them out of the water as far as as mexican food goes and they have an incredible selection of margaritas um their only downfall is there isn't really a place to sit you got to kind of just grab it and go but we were so blown away by their food, and we ordered almost everything on the menu uh, this past time and sat and ate it. It's filling. Uh, it's really good for the price. It's amazing quality. I'd like, and I can almost put Mexican Pavilion as a whole probably in my good because it's my absolute favorite pavilion. But yeah, they're absolutely killing it over there. I've never. I don't think I've eaten over or had anything. So every time I go by there. That thing's always so slammed, and I've always walked past it. But I need to—I need to get over there we and got try because I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've—I I have to make sure to do that coming up here in August. Cause I've never, yeah, I've never heard any bad things about it. It's just—it's so slammed all the time, which is probably why. Usually it's it good. is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, like we were there. Um, we walked down. Let's see. I can't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday. When do we eat at Monster Pole? I think it was a Monday, so that might have helped. And we went down probably around 4 or 5 o'clock after we had checked in a boardwalk, so I think the timing was good. And, yeah, there was barely anybody there. We pretty much walked right up. We had one person in front of us. Um, it was I had had the tacos before, which were wonderful. They're guacamole, if you like guacamoles, the best I've had on property. Uh, they have these chicken tostadas that I think, like, you would even be like, wow, that's a good amount of food. Like there's two of them and they are piled like three inches high with shredded chicken and black beans and just, oh, it's so good. I, I like that. I'm like so impressed. It's going to be my new quick service spot in in Epcot easily. I like that. I'm I'm torn on my good. I'm tempted to just put both because it's can. also good. Um <laughs> Yeah, like okay, I, as as I know, I've talked about. It, I wanted to mix it up because obviously I like the America Pavilion, but it's more obviously because I just I love America, um, and we've we've just discussed you know what things we would change about it. But I've always really enjoyed Germany, but I've also really enjoyed. Um, and my mind's going in blank. I got to look at a list here. Jeez, my <laughs> brain is working on like twenty percent. Uh, UK. Yeah. Um, I think the UK is. I like the way they lay, and it's got a lot of unique things too. And obviously, you have like we talk about going to Rose and Crown and doing stuff like that. But I, there's something about Germany to me. Like they've got the restaurant back there that's really good. Obviously, if you like beer, Germany's a great place to be. Yeah. Um, I feel like it really 
captures like every people I've talked to have been to Germany. They basically said like, yeah, I, I mean, if if That's that what it's like show, yeah, that pavilion. If you go to a certain parts, is like basically dead on. Um, yeah, and like they've got that little like chocolate shop in there that oh, Jamie and so Rhonda good. went into that I didn't even think about before, and, and it's really not even that expensive. I mean, in terms no. of like Disney prices, it's yeah. not bad. Um, there's some about food and wine too. It's like I always like their food. It's just, yeah, it's got my favorite beer there. You know, between I almost I, I think I put Germany above the UK a little bit there. Uh, I think the UK is a little bit more open, and mm-hmm. I, I like the way it's spaced out a little bit. And they got that garden stuff back there, but. Yeah, either one. I, I I would hang out in there. I mean, I feel like the UK has a more party feel at night. Yeah, because I feel like that fits in like that hooligan whatever thing. <laughs> like if you're there at night, UK is kind of always hopping a little bit. Yeah. Um, and Germany is is it is well, but Germany feels a little bit more smaller, a little more cramped. Whereas mm-hmm. at UK, you've got both sides, and I feel like you don't always get that a lot of the, the pavilions. And so for me, maybe that weighs it up a little bit more. Um, I just like to remind them about 1776. But other than that, it's a fine, fine pavilion. And they could use – if any pavilion needs a ride, I feel like the UK could use one. Yeah, totally. And, and I know there's been talk about it. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But um, I, I really don't see how you would put one in Germany. I feel like that pavilion's kind of done. Yeah. Like I, I mean, if you did, they'd have to change so much. They'd almost have to shut down the whole pavilion. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see one going into Germany. Um and, and I think the same goes for like America. I don't really know what you would do to put one in there, but I feel like at, at UK you could. There's space in there. There's stuff, you know. And um, yeah, it's just you know. And the more like I've gone, obviously like you introduced me to snake bites and stuff like that. Like I've always, just, I just enjoy it. Like it's just nice to kind of stroll through there, especially like you come over that bridge, and you go down there, and it's like you just maybe like toward the evening. It's just it's a really cool like atmosphere. Yeah, totally. You know, I. The thing that I think could give Germany the edge is I, they need streetmosphere there. I know you yeah. can go and get it in Beer Garden, you know, but I really wish they would bring some of that out to the actual, like, open area. Like, I go back and think of um, uh, European Vacation with Chevy Chase when he when they were doing, like, the beer fest and all those guys were up and they're, like, lederhosen and dancing and Chevy Chase comes up and they end up getting in a huge brawl. So I wouldn't recommend that. But I, but I think you could have, like, a stage show that's that's just every so often out there. You know, they've got the um, they've got the rock band over in the U.K. Ronda and I actually stopped in and saw them last weekend. And they're wonderful. Like, I think Germany, that's the only thing they're missing. And I think you're right. I don't know about putting a ride in there because you'd have to shut the whole place down and... Yeah. Add a building or gut a building or whatever, but give me a little bit of streetmosphere that gives you a bit more of a regular uh, Oktoberfest, beer fest type of feel, and it's perfection, absolute perfection. Plus, they have a place called Steinhus, so I love it. <laughs> I mean, you can't it's beat good point. that, right? It's a good point. The only thing I would, I really <laughs> wish that there was that there was a Scotland pavilion because i that's kind of my heritage yeah. Scot- I, I think i would just hang yeah. out there and i would just find another scotsman and we would just we'd, we'd really hit it off but um yeah. gary gary's yeah, gonna turn I, it to I, one in november <laughs> it's yes. gonna be a scottish it, pavilion it, when he's there <laughs> just take a scottish flag and nail it down in there you know yeah. i almost think it's a crime that they don't have something to do and maybe it comes down to licensing but like a beatles impersonation or something that cool. like that would That'd be, be cool. You know that would because there's great music that has come out of out of UK, yeah. Um, and, and I feel like that that would be something that could definitely add to it. Uh, that would be really unique. I mean, same thing with America. You make the argument too, like with 
you know, all the rock and everything like that. You could have it be like this musical thing, but neither one of them really lean into it much. And I feel like those two countries have such a rich history of music and neither one of them use it. Yeah. And I feel like that would be an easy, because it'd be an easy thing to add into like Streetmosphere to the festivals to any, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it could come down to licensing, obviously, that they just, you know, I, I know there's Beatles impersonators, um, but I mean, you could do, I'm not really a big fan of them, but you do like Rolling Stones, you could yep. do, I mean, there's there's so there. many, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I just, yeah, I, 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 I wish that every single pavilion actually did have some form of streetmosphere, the way that France has it, the way that China has it. Um, you know, some of those have that. I, I would like to see it more throughout. Um, yeah, maybe in the UK, it could just be like two different teams of soccer players fighting each other in the streets. Maybe I'd watch that. Be like, be like West Side Story, but they're soccer players, <laughs> hooligans fighting each other. And well, it's all choreographed. Was, yeah. That would be cool. Well, I know it. I know <laughs> at one point there was an idea for a musical, and they didn't nail it. Uh, something I I can't remember what it was, but it didn't end up going through. But you know that would be anything like that. I think would be unique in in drawing that in there a little bit. But yeah, I mean that's you know other than that, I, I think most of the pavilions are really well done. And like, I think the street atmosphere, they probably don't do it because it gets so busy during certain times that it would just take yeah. up space and people would be, you know, I get why they don't in some places and they do in others, but yeah, I mean, it would, it would just be really cool to be in there in the evening during food and wine and you could pop in and catch some like Beatles impersonators and get a, a drink That'd and hang cool. out and what, you know, it, it would just be, I, I feel like that would be really fun. Yeah. Um, and then you could Agreed. have like, you could have guys acting like soccer hooligans and they run around and, you know, whatever. Or real soccer hooligans. I don't know. Real ones. That worked too. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I like it. I, 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 think that, I think that's good. Is there anything that almost made your, your good? God, everything. Oh, I love the World Showcase. I absolutely love it. You're right. You know, you said before it's been keeping Epcot alive. Um, and it's so interesting yeah. because World Showcase, I mean, it, it, Epcot feels like two different parks. You know, it, it's yeah, it you, does. You have the you have the front of the house that is just it's kind of getting by right now, and it's going to get some major upgrades. But I, you know, as much as I would like to see some streetmosphere at Germany, or I'd like to see the American Pavilion go through some changes. In reality, I think World Showcase is one of those things where it could stay the same for the next twenty years, and I'd actually be okay with it because I love it. It really is perfect. You can always improve. But it's almost to a point of perfection. It, it just is. It's there. There's nothing else like it anywhere. Um, and I think every land is so well themed. Every land truly can immerse you. I just, I don't know. I love it. I love World Showcase. I don't. Epcot is not my favorite park. I could almost call it a World Showcase like my favorite land, if you want to call it a land. You know, I mean, it's just, it's so different. It, it is, and I would agree. I mean, I think. Yeah, in terms of Epcot itself, at this point, I mean, basically, it it you know, it's the festivals and world showcase you look the most forward to. And I know yeah. somebody mentioned in the in the chat, but I know that they've talked about bringing, like, because the world showcase is so big, and that's what draws people in. They're trying to bring it more toward the front of the park to draw you in earlier, uh, which I think is fine. I, I I'm all for that because I think that's you know, this is clearly the strong point of the park, so lean into yeah. it. Like, you don't have to oh, reinvent sure. the park and basically say, well, we have to make this other part bigger and better than the world showcase well you already have the thing that is good 
So lean into it, make it better by adding rides and stuff that they're doing, but then also fix up the other part, which I feel like that's what they're doing. So um, I'll be very interested to see what Epcot looks like in five years. Oh, it's going to be so different. And just terms of like the feel, like you're going to have the play pavilion, which I think could be really, really cool and interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, obviously the Guardians coaster, see what they do with, you know, Figment and some of these other things that have been rumored. But I I feel like there's, you know, it'll look and feel much different. And you're going to have like Ratatouille when that comes online, that's going to be, if it's anything like the one in Shanghai, that's awesome. Because if you've ever seen the, the YouTube video of that ride, it looks really, really cool. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, like you said, as close to, it's it's really funny, as well as the World Showcase has kind of like helped Epcot along, they haven't done much to it. Like they basically no. built it and they just upkeep it and that's really it. Yeah. So it, it's really a, a credit to them originally, in you know, coming up with the idea. And, it you know, I think clearly the festivals have helped and all this other stuff they've done, but um yeah, I, I I don't really have many complaints about it. That's why it was so hard to come up with like a worst, especially like a, a bad. You'd be like, well, okay, this, but like a worst, they're like I don't really wouldn't categorize it as that. Uh, but yeah, I, I I like it a lot. So yeah, yeah. But you're you're right. Since I mean, in the past over twenty years, the biggest change has been the addition of the Frozen ride over Maelstrom, and yeah. of course now we're going to get Ratatouille. But that's pretty. That's pretty good for. For almost 25 years, it has not changed that much um, yep. from the original idea. So that's, man, that's tough nowadays, you know, with, with technologies, with the way things go and, and people's attention spans and all of that. That's like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. They've done, they've done a great job. Now give me more pavilions, though. I would like to, to see several more in there. So I, yeah. we're getting an announcement in D23. We got to, whether it's Brazil or it's something else i don't know but um just yeah give me, i think give me we'll australia least, least and crims hemsworth works there yeah i think we'll at least get one or two more i, For I sure. think but uh all right well let's go back and see and be, and throw in the chat here if you guys if you guys agree with this or if there's ones that you you would put in different places here but i'll see if i can catch up on the chat here in Club 32. And if you're listening, obviously, uh, Club 32 joins us on the live stream every Monday. Uh, and if you want to be part of that, you can go to ctmvip.com and become what is known as one of the cool kids. There's no leather mm-hmm. jackets, but there is a t-shirt. And that's yeah. just as cool. Yeah. And uh, we got, obviously, some cool stuff. I think we're going to... We have a, a design we're going to do for Galaxy's Edge opening week that will be a... It'll be a Club 32 exclusive at first, obviously, and then we may open it up to the to everybody else. But it's yeah. going to be like a, a sort of a um, it'll be a limited edition thing about being down there. It'll be on a date, stuff like that. So kind of like a I don't know, I don't know, but keepsake or memorabilia. But you know, it'd be something you'd be like, oh yeah, I was either there or part of a group that was yeah, all about that I or something. Tuned in, I tuned in yeah. to all the wonderful live streams. Yeah, exactly. All right. I mean, you guys are talking a lot. I'm trying to find where I left off here. Okay, I think I found it. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, I was trying to peer pressure Eric into going to Halloween party, and he said, you're much bigger than me, so I'd probably give it an out of fear. <laughs> I wouldn't That's do that fair. to you, Eric. You could outrun me, though, I'm sure. So there's that. That's true. Um, let's see. Um, Brian said I should have went with your middle name as Alexa to make your echo go off. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Brian said Jared's like skinny. Anyway. You want that whole pizza? Thank you. I don't feel. You know what's funny is with this whole ordeal with you know our son being the NICU and everything. Um, my, my diet was garbage. I I remember went home one day and I, I had so I took her went up to the hospital had her daughter. It was like eight thirty. It was eight o'clock I think. I don't know. I was driving home and I was at a stoplight and I was like, I've only eaten once today and it was yeah. a protein shake at like noon and I was like, oh man, I need food. And so I just went to Domino's and got a pizza and, and ate it. <laughs> nice. I had pizza like three times. I haven't had pizza. Counting today, I've had pizza four times. I haven't had pizza before this for like six months probably. <laughs> so, yeah, I normally I love it. I just don't eat it much because it's just it's just not good for you. But yeah, it's so delicious. it's so delicious. It is good. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Josanne said, "Imagine how long it takes getting around with three kids: one, three, and nine. I can imagine. Mm. I can definitely imagine here. Let's see. Uh, oh, we we're talking about toilet papering. Josh said he got stopped by the cops TPing a house. I never got caught. We, did, we were always yeah, we did once. See, we always had we were had just a bunch of athletes, and our we had plans. We're like, if they come, we scatter, and we just never like we would jump fences. Like if the cop was going to catch us, he was going to be very nimble because we were yeah. just going over. We were. We were like just scatter like a bunch of rats and go, but we never think bad. We just TP a house and like it usually like egg a friend's house. It wasn't anything like nefarious, but I'm sure either way people didn't enjoy it. But <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, Meredith is angry at you about Kid Cot. She says she likes Kid Cot. Well, too bad, Meredith. Hell, you know, you can't win them all. You can Meredith. you can take my children around it then. <laughs> <laughs> that that's actually a pretty good deal. There you go. She loves oh, there's it. some the there's some yours. support here for the National Treasure ride. I'm telling okay. you, that's a that's a that's a good movie. People realize. I know Jeremy, even though he saw it, he he still doesn't give it the credit it's due. But yeah. it, it's a solid. It was on the other day movie. when we walked into uh, the Boardwalk Inn like hospitality house. That's what was playing in there, which was funny. Well, it's so. one of those movies lately. Like you know, I'll put it on like it was on Netflix or whatever, and I'll just be like, oh, I'll just put it on in the background. Like it's just it's a fun. Yeah. It's a good movie. And you can learn a little bit. I mean, they're actually pretty accurate on the history in there. So it's not... Other than there being, like, an actual national treasure on the back of the con- or the uh, Declaration of Independence. Other that than part that, is incorrect. Everything else yeah, is very accurate. Yeah, I will say, though, I have never seen the back of it myself. So I can't well, I can't say with certainty that it is not there. This is a good point. Uh, yeah. Josh said, like a yard... Okay, talking about our idea for the, the uh, like tap house over mm-hmm. in America. He said, like a yard house style place that has at least 100 beers on tap that would be awesome that would be awesome that'd be amazing i feel like that would be a huge hit i feel like it almost be like an ogus cantina thing where you yeah. would never be able to get in there but then they got to give you then they need to actually give you the plastic yards you know they they do that yard of plastic mm-hmm. thing like um that you could walk around epcot with with a beer yeah that would be pretty cool yeah i agree uh somebody were asking about what ride will you put in the uk Meredith yeah, said Mary Poppins makes Mary Poppins makes the most sense <sighs> just because. But, I, you know, there was always that there was that talk of that carousel, which if you're going to put a ride in nowadays, don't make it a carousel. It, it, yeah. The only thing that would work, it would have to be a Omni mover style. I feel like under the sea, just walk through a movie. And then I don't know if you're really doing enough, but you could do some cool things with the combination of animation and live action and animatronics. But um I don't know. Yeah, I feel like with Ratat- I feel like mind. with Ratatouille going in, 
that that's going to set kind of a bar for any, oh, for like, sure. any place else that's going to put a ride in a pavilion. Because yeah. you've got Frozen already. And then, I mean, Ratatouille, like I said, if it's going to be like the one that's out in Shanghai, that thing is going to be pretty pretty great. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it, you wouldn't want to just put like an Omnimover type ride in there because people just right. be like, well, what is, what is yeah. this? Not without like crazy technologies. Use some of the different, right. yeah, you know, yeah. You'd have to use a combination of animatronics, of screens, of 3D, of 2D. Like you just would have to. Yeah, really set the story. Um, yeah, but I'd take it. I'd be okay with it. I agree. I agree. All right. Let's see here. Uh, see, Megan said I was thinking of the Cava de, de Tequila. I don't know what that was referenced to. I've never been. You know, I've never actually been in there because the line is always spanning the entire Mexican pavilion pyramid. So I've never. Been in a cava de tequila. Also, I don't do well with tequila. It's very, very bad. Tequila, yeah. I like it. Of course, I've not drank good tequila. I mean, I've literally drank like Cuervo and that's about it. I mean, really. Patron's not bad. Yeah, like really good tequila is good. Yeah. It's just, it's, it, yeah, tequila will usually lead to you like stealing things. That's usually what you want to do. Yes, (laughs) it does. Yeah, that may have happened uh, in the past with me. So, uh, no comment. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say what I have taken from places that yeah. uh, I'm just going to say. I, yeah. I, it, it's it's now mine. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, oh, my dad's in here. He said, is Tron going to be an indoor coaster or is it part – is the part now we see, is it going to stay that way? It's, it's like both. a – it's kind of <laughs> yeah. both. Yeah, it's like an indoorish, outdoorish coaster. But if you go look on YouTube, you just look up Tron Coaster Shanghai – You'll see it. What it is, yeah. uh, I think it's going to be exactly the same from yep. from it's what almost, I understand. It's more like a it's more like an awning in a sense. Kind of. Like it's a, not like I mean? indoor. Yeah, it's yeah. not indoor indoor. But I think if it rains, I don't think they have to shut it down. I don't believe so. I believe that the actual coaster track is completely covered. I think some of the queue is outdoors potentially. Um, yeah. But man, that thing is gone up. And if you want, everybody is, which makes sense because. People mover is awesome, but everybody that posts pictures and video does it from the people mover. Go ride Barnstormer because in the queue for Barnstormer, we did this uh, just last weekend, has the absolute best view. Like you could throw a rock and hit the coaster. Um, it's that close and it has the absolute best view of the construction right now as opposed to when you ride the people mover. So if you're going right. to Magic Kingdom, just point. go do Barnstormer. There's never a wait because um, it's, it's horrible. So you can go and, and sit in the queue and you can get amazing photos and, and video and whatever you want of it. Good idea. Good call. Nice job. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Joe Saint, or Eric said, the good is the future. This is talking about World Showcase. Mm-hmm. The bad is its dependence on festivals and the ugly is everything on the right of Spaceship Earth. <laughs> well, I mean, um, a lot of stuff on the right of Spaceship Earth is going away yeah yeah or most of the middle part and which that's right? the thing that's getting which right yeah are we approaching spaceship earth from the front or we're coming from the back is is he saying well, so i i which? guess yeah i would assume from the front yeah assume hmm. but i don't that's know part of world showcase technically though yeah i mean get i get what into those saying. little stores yeah yeah uh, Joe Sand said, I oh, was talking about the t-shirts for Galaxy's Edge. Like, I watched so many live streams of the Galaxy's Edge opening. And that's true. And you won't have to deal with the crowds. Like, that could be Although it would be interesting to see what yeah. the crowds will be like there. But, or Katya said, I survived up opening week of Galaxy's Edge. That's the plan. 
That is the yes. plan. Uh, yes, so yes. Josan said, We're oh my gosh, NICU diet is so bad. I think we ate more fast food in those two weeks than I had in six months of my... Yeah. This is true. It's uh, You just grab what you can kind of get. Let's see. A lot of people are excited about the Ratatouille ride. Oh, yeah. Uh, Josan said, Diz dudes get a tequila fight. Let's, or flight. That could be bad. It would be a flight and then probably a fight. <laughs> it's, that's what tequila does. Again. With other people. If Gary's involved, only, I don't even know where that's going to go. Yeah. It's only good for two things. And as, one of them I can't say, and fighting. Those are the two things say. tequila's good for. I think as I'd mentioned say. this before. I won a – well, I didn't technically win it. I was I was gift a trip to the British Virgin Islands, and it was sponsored by Jose Cuervo. Um, my buddy the – actual, The actual guy? Yeah, it was Mr. Cuervo, like I call him. Um, <laughs> Mr. By the Mr. end of the week, Cuervo. he let me call him Jose. But oh, uh, no, but my, my buddy worked for a radio station, and what a lot of people don't know, or they probably do know, you know what I mean? You like watch you know, radio station giveaways, like, hey, you can win a trip worth $5,000 to this awesome place. We have to pay tax on that $5,000. Yeah. So it's it's not horrible. It's still much better than the trip, but a lot of people don't have that money just say to go, well, I got to pay x number of dollars on a free trip so a lot of times the radio stations would just end up with trips but they have to give them away for the sponsors yeah. so he just calls me one day and he's like dude i gotta give away this trip today it's for two people uh british virgin islands it's a private island owned actually by like jose cuervo and red stripe or the people that own this island <laughs> and for like three months out of the year they do it for radio giveaways so i think it was going to be five days four nights um, you get your own little like hut right there in the middle of the island um, in the British Virgin Islands. All you can eat, all you can drink, every single thing is included, flights, everything. I just got to pay taxes on it. And I was like, dude, give it to me. Um, so, yeah, it went. But you got down to the table in the morning, and they had a huge spread of food set out, and they also had handles of Jose Cuervo oh, at like no. 7 a.m. sitting in the middle of the table. And there are people drinking it like they're doing tequila shots at 7 a.m. with breakfast. It that's was. A bad, uh, yeah, it was an interesting bad, trip. <laughs> that's a bad life choice. You're like tequila at 7 a.m. You're like yeah. that day is not going to go well. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's funny about like a lot of people don't know this too. Like you get these houses that people will give away and yeah. like. You have to pay taxes on that. It's like there were people free. that like can't. They have to raise money to try and pay the tax. Like yep. like uh, there was somebody that went on. Uh, I think it was the Price is Right, and they won some stuff, and they didn't have the money to pay the taxes, and they like you had to pay the taxes to get the the prizes. Correct. Yep. So a lot of people that you see on those shows that win prizes, quote unquote, they actually don't take them home because if they can't pay those taxes, they don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly. Yeah. Of, yeah, little known thing. That's yeah, bunch. same thing. And people are like, "Oh, that guy won a car." Well, it wasn't free. That cost money. Yeah, it's, I mean, still, it's these, cheaper than. Oh, of course, know, but like you have all these it, home. Yeah. You go back, man. You know that when they had home makeover. Yeah, I was gonna say that was a big. Most deal. of those people were were bankrupt. Yeah. Within the year, because they couldn't afford this giant made-over house, they couldn't afford the property taxes, which they had to pay. They couldn't afford the electric. They couldn't afford. Yeah. All of these things that go along with it. And that's what people don't think. Like, sure, the house is technically free, but you still have to pay all the stuff that goes with it. So, um, yeah, that's... Don't that, worry. You can all join it. me in the woods one day. That'll be good. We'll have a log gym. It'll be great. Mm. I, always, I always did say if I had to build, like, a log house, I would just build, like, a log gym. Mm. 
just have like a would it just be filled with there. logs and that's what you're lifting like yeah like you just take just giant, giant trees yeah you just like have like you know you ever seen a straw man competition where they lift like the log oh my lifts God, and stuff those like are that the best things ever. yeah i would just just keg throws like just, yeah just be yeah. It'd be like old school yeah yeah just wear <laughs> kilts like, be great yeah, yeah. just be Cut like them. rocky rocky four exactly you had to just yeah you had to like lift yeah. just oh lord of those old school wooden carts filled with rocks that's what yep. he had to do ivan drago had a great that was rocky four right yeah yes yeah, yeah. That was rocky ivan four. drago yeah. had like top of the line there's rocky having to run up mountains and lift carts filled with horses and stuff it seemed unfair and, and look who won i know uh, I goes to show me. Yeah, I still love. I still love. I'll do it from time to time. Where my brother will do something. I go if he dies, he oh, dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really, I, I like must me. break you. Yeah, I must break him. <laughs> oh, that's uh, such a good movie. All right, we'll finish up here and then we'll get out of here. I'll have a couple more comments here. Um, so Trudy said they could do so much with the figment that that whole building over in Epcot. I I agree. Yes. I think eventually they will. They will. And we talked about that a couple weeks ago about there's there's so much more stuff they could put over there. Yeah. Uh, Josh said he went to Galaxy's Edge this past weekend and it was incredible. Ooh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you got to finally go. I know he had a couple of reservations. He had to work, so I'm glad you got to finally go. Yeah. It's awesome. And then my dad says, Jeremy, have you researched the drinks at Oga's Cantina so that we know what we're get really getting? I have it. Oh, you mean on, <laughs> on the thing that I can't go to? I don't want to hear about it. You guys do your trip planning. I'm going to send Jared yourselves. a drink. I'm going to put yeah. one in a bottle. I'm going to send That's it fine. to you. I just, it's one of those things I just don't want to know. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's there. I'm just like, I don't want to know about it. Because I can't go, and I'm selfish. Yeah. I, I have not researched them, but I will. Um, no, Jody brought up a good point. There are bears in the woods. There is true, but I will see what you do is you get a bear to become your basically, like, you train that bear, and then he's always, like, just out there keeping the other bears yeah. at bay. Well, I was going to say it could be, like, per, part of your workout regimen. Like, you'd have a boxing ring inside of your, your wooden gym. Yeah, and you fight the bear. Yeah, and that's well. It's like a great, uh, fighting a bear well, has got to be a really good workout. I mean, I, it's it's getting tough. everything what, going. What was the movie with Brad Pitt? Um, shoot, he fought a bear at the very end of the movie. What was that? Did? What was, it was like out in the west. Ah, shoot. No, no, no. It was, no that was Legends Leonardo. of the Fall. No. Legends of the Fall. Oh, yeah. Legends of the Fall. Okay. Yeah, I just get a okay. hat like that. I did, yeah, I just see Legends of the Fall with a big beard. I did get my beard even longer. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Leonardo DiCaprio fight a bear? What was that movie? I didn't oh, see that. Oh, the Remnant. One. Yeah, the yeah, Remnant. I, I never, saw, I never that. saw that. Yeah, yeah. I like Brad Pitt. I want to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Are you a that Quentin Tarantino in- fan? Uh, yeah, not bad. It looks interesting. Yeah. It looks I'll, very I'll interesting. See it. Yeah, it's got like uh, Charles Manson and stuff in it. Like not yeah. actually him. Yeah, I, it's. <laughs> I'm interested. That time period is is interesting thing. Brad Pitt, ironically enough, is from Springfield, Missouri. Is he? Yes. Yeah. His parents still live here, actually. He oh. went to uh, high school here, and his brother looks a lot like him, and uh, he's like an entrepreneur here. Like, he does foundations and stuff, but he looks like a... Like, if you if you were to just basically be like a Midwest version of Brad Pitt, it looks like him. You're like, he looks a lot like Brad Pitt. You're like, yeah, that's his brother. Like, I'm going to look him up after this. That's yeah, it's, uh, I his, that. uh, his brother's name is... Um, shoot. I can't think of his brother's name. Chad. Chad Pitt. Ch- Chad Pitt. <laughs> uh, dang, I can't remember his name. Somebody <laughs> might. I'll look it up. But yeah, his brother lives here, and, and yeah, I think he comes. Like you'll see people. Like I actually saw him in person one time, and we'll and we're going off a huge tangent. Brad now, Pitt but, or uh, his brother? Brad Pitt. So I used to work at this basketball place when I was in high school. We, our AAU teams played out there, and Brad Pitt's brother coached an AAU girls team. And this is back when he dated Aniston. 
So my boss comes up to me wow. one day and says, hey, um, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston are coming. I need you to open the side door. And I was like, whatever. Like, I thought he was kidding. He's like, no, I'm not kidding. And this black, it wasn't a limo, but this black, like, town car pulls up. And because <laughs> the door is locked, I open it up, and it was Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. And he came in, he shook my hand and said, hey, thanks. And I was like, hey, hey, just go that way down Seriously? the hall. Seriously. And he was like, oh, okay, thanks. And uh, he's he was shorter than I thought he would be. He was, he was yeah. nice. But him and Aniston, they're, I'm guessing bodyguards are there. But they walked right in. and um, That is and then, cool. Yeah. I love Brad Aniston. Pitt. Aniston is gorgeous in person. She yeah. really is. Like she's she's one of my very, favorites. she's a very pretty. Like she's yeah. one of those like, oh, she looks like you kind of imagine. You're like, I wonder if they're actually that pretty in person. Like with her, you're like, yeah. I mean, she's about what you, you see on TV. But is, yeah, is, is Brad Pitt as handsome in person? He's pretty. I will admit that's a good looking dude. He's I'd pretty handsome. Well, I was it. such in shock. I was like 17, and like he wow. shook my hand, and I was like, that's Brad Pitt. I think that, that is Brad Pitt. Like that I didn't think it was really him cool. at first, and I was like, yeah, he he is a good looking dude. He's really nice, like at least in yeah. my interaction. But yeah, and his parents still like I, they have some nice house here. But I know they come into town because people will be like, um, "There's a Chinese food place here that when he was with Jolie that they would go to, and people would be like, <gasps> Brad Pitt's in town because he's over at, at this one place, and they would go to this, and they would go in there, and nobody would bug him. It was kind of interesting, but that is really I, cool. Yeah, I don't know how much he comes back now. He used to come back quite often. I don't know how much he does now. But All right. one last thing: Have you seen the Mexican with Brad Pitt? And yes. um, uh, what's your face? Long. Julia Roberts. It's been yes. a really long time. Yeah, I love that movie. He makes that. Movie. And James Gandolfini. It is yeah. such a good, good underrated movie that I think most people don't know about. So if you've not seen The Mexican, uh, go check it out. Awesome movie. I remember I'm not a big Julia it. Roberts fan, but yeah. I was okay with it because Brad Pitt was in it. I know nobody really liked it much, but I I enjoyed Troy. Like, it wasn't super... I mean, I just enjoyed, like, history and, like, Greek mythology stuff mm-hmm. to an extent. So, I thought... And Brad Pitt was, like... He got jacked for that movie, but I thought it was decent. But... Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's a long movie, though. But... All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for today. We'll talk <laughs> about Brad Pitt should. more next week on my uh, Brad Pitt Brad podcast. Brad Pitt podcast? <laughs> yeah. It's called, uh, it's called <laughs> Down in the Pit. And we talk say. about... Have you seen Brad Pitt lately? And people will just the, chime yeah. in. It's just called we'll The Pit. It's about him yeah. and his brother, Chad. It's about Chad yeah. and Brad Pitt. It's called... Just the Pits. That is the name. I, that's kind of okay. I gotta find uh, Brad Pitt's brother. I gotta look this up real quick. I, I oh, know the minute man. I hear it, I'll give it. Doug. It was Doug, Doug Pitt, which is basically like mm. Chad, but Doug. That doesn't. Pitt. That doesn't go. That doesn't go well together. I feel like Doug Pitt does not. Roll if you off Google the Doug Pitt, it looks like Brad Pitt, just a little like, yeah. like he's got a little like flab on him a little bit. Huh. Yeah. I I feel like that's why he didn't become famous because it was Doug Pitt. Myra says she met Brad Pitt and he smelled really bad. Oh, I feel like I feel like well, that's, we, should, we should have her on a guest on just the pits. I, I feel like I feel like that's inaccurate. And, I, mean, it could be, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just his his musk was so intense. You just weren't ready for it. That's what it that's could be. True. It takes a certain person to to take the pit musk. You got to. Yeah. If you're not ready when for you, it, when you smell the pits, I was ready. I was ready. Prepared. He shook my hand and I was like, "That's a lot of musk," but I'm I'm ready. I was good with it. And he, I think he acknowledged. He was like, "You were prepared for the musk, and you're good." So I'm I'm gonna. You were yeah. musky as well, good sir. <laughs> oh, what that happened? Would be a Where fun, did we go? I don't Where know. That'd be a funny thing to say to another man. You're musk. Uh, all right. You just, you both know. Like all right. Yeah. Wow. 
All right. Well, <laughs> this has gone off the rails. All right. Okay. Well, we will we will end it here, I guess. I guess before we go, we should mention we have an awesome coffee sponsor, which is Expedition yeah. Roasters, which I don't know has anything to do with what we've been talking about for like 10 minutes. Uh, but I imagine Brad Pitt would like the coffee. I don't know if he would, I but I'm going to guess he would. Uh, but, yeah, so we, we we said last week we changed up the uh, the sort of the agreement here. So we were doing a one-time 20% off of your first order. So we got that switched to where now you get 15% off every single order you place. Uh, just use the code CTM15 at expeditionroasters.com, and they have awesome coffee, and they've got the new churro. Um, uh, and it's churro flavor, but I think it's it's uh, Prospector's Blend, I believe. Yeah. And uh, they got teas and awesome stuff. So, yeah, 15% off, and that includes mugs and, and whatever else. So yeah. and we're going to be doing some cool stuff with them for Galaxy's Edge opening week. Uh, we've got some giveaways and things like that. So stay tuned for that. But, yep, expeditionroasters.com, CTM15, and you get 15% off of every order. So there you go. And I am I will just say, allegedly, Brad Pitt approved. I don't know that, but allegedly. That's fair. R- rumor has it. All right. <laughs> so, well, Jeremy, thank you for joining us. Sorry for being late again this week, but uh, no we, we get them in. We, we get them in one way or the other. We did it. Even if they're a little late, but... All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Club 32, for hanging out with us. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Bradley, he's Cuzzo.